chance to go to the without your head network check it out they have several several great interesting shows there you can get your horror movie fix you can get interviews movie reviews supernatural stories uh uh all kinds of, of great stuff from all over uh, the United States and and uh, and abroad. Uh, uh, we actually uh, have been on hiatus with uh, uh, another show that we do called Curious Transmissions that will launch it back up uh, sometime in the spring. But uh, we're very very fortunate that uh, they also house the Without Your Head uh, Network family that is the rip comic podcast uh it is great to be part of that team uh they have great shirts and they also have the severed limbs uh online film festival that uh if you have a short film you know you want you want uh uh audience to kind of check it out and all that get on get onto that page take a look join subscribe and all that good stuff and become part of the without your head network family and so that you can stay on board with all the updates uh and everything and uh nasty neil out there will will definitely uh you know get you started and 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 tell you which great shirts that they have to offer and all that good stuff but anyway let's let's get on to uh business and the important business since this is the rip comic podcast is well it's about uh, donuts. All right. So you, you walk into a donut shop. You see, you know, all the great donuts. And usually there's several ways that you can bring these donuts home. The old way, you know, if you got just a couple, get them in a bag, you know, two or three rocking and rolling. They all get nice and smooshed up all together and stuff like that. If that's your kind of thing, hey, you know, great. Then... The invention of a box, hello, you put them in a box, get a dozen in there, have them all sideways and stuff like that. And very much like in the manner that you would put them in a bag, they get all nice and squished together and stuff. So then you, that chocolate donut now, he has made his friend a chocolate donut and the glazed guy made that guy and this sugar dude and all that connection and rubbing and stuff like that. There's no social distancing happening in that box of donuts. I'll tell you that. Then I remember Krispy Kreme coming around. Then they they started, they, you know, they were smart about things. They had that big, long, flat box. And a lot of, you know, a lot of stores have that because we don't like all that touching. And if I get a chocolate donut and I don't like chocolate, well, then everybody's nice and separated. So we have that flat box and we set those donuts up and, and everybody's all nice and separated and and you're not getting all that squishy feeling now maybe the bottom when when it touches the bottom of the box maybe that's where you're going to start getting you know some of that uh that donut love that's that you know kind of you know through the day kind of melts off and all that kind of good stuff uh, but you know what you know what whatever the case may be so let let me let me pose this question okay now that you have your box i don't care what version that you have Usually some of these places will have the sausage kolache or 
ham and cheese croissants or various sandwiches that are heated up. Now, are you going to want to put your donuts that's that are already bagged, that is, you want to put that microwaved stuff on top of that box? You, you see where I'm going with this? Or do you want that hot bag of hot kolaches and, and croissants to be in another box? Because what's going to happen when you have those nice, yummy donuts glazed and all that, that have cooled down and, you know, do you know where I'm going with that? And then you've just heated up all these kolaches and, and sandwiches. What are you going to do with those? Are we A, going to open that bag with your donuts and stick that hot bag in there? What's going to happen to your, I don't think it takes rocket science to figure this out. So anyway, I don't think this person passed science. They were about to just shove those donuts right, right, you know, on the bottom of that hot mess. And uh, yeah, I think I think I think you know where I'm going with this. Anyway, so I politely said, oh, do, 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 do. "Well, hold on." I was like, "Can I get that in a separate in a separate bag?" I go, "Those are hot donuts," and they just glared at me like, "Like how dare you tell me?" the way to package these donuts and hot kolaches. I was intending on putting these nice hot croissants and kolaches all on top of your donuts. I was intending on melting the crap out of your box. How dare you look at me like that? Anyway, so I used my math sense. If, if math sense could be a, or science sense, and I use my superpowers to request an additional bag so I can carry that separately from my donuts. And guess what? I was correct. The donuts came home safely. And those hot croissants were just a steamy, sweaty mess in a separate bag like I knew that was going to happen. But she was intending on making those donuts a sweaty mess, melting and all that crap, too. So I saved the day. So I, sh I should have my own superhero comic book called uh, Donut Man and how not to, you know, melt the donuts. Anyway, so, uh, yes, Mario WandaVision is pretty awesome. Uh, it is it is very interesting how they set up the show. And, I you know, it was funny because I think when we saw the first two episodes, me and the guys we wanted to go ahead and we wanted to kind of talk about those episodes. And then we're like, no, okay, let's kind of give it a, uh, let, let's hold off on that. Uh, because, you know, we're always like one step ahead and I didn't want an infamous Mandalorian moment, Mandalorian, uh, you know, they're, 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 you know, the way that show was set up, there were loads and loads of, of um, spoilers and stuff like this. Uh, this show, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're a diehard, you know, uh, WandaVision fanatic, or Avengers or whatever. I don't know. I, I, I mean, if you don't have the channel, don't tell me that, you know, we can't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I'm not going to wait until you decide you want to subscribe on the show and keep me from talking about it. I mean, I want to be able to talk about some of the stuff. I, I, I mean, what, 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 what am I spoiling on this thing? I mean, uh, please. I mean, 
you might as well just, you know, after the news, oh, don't tell me about the news. You know, I don't want to be spoiled by the news. Oh, guess what? It's coming on in about 30 more minutes. So you can catch it then. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to. I'll wait till it comes out on uh, Facebook or something. Anyway, so uh, so we you know we almost talked about it last week. You know, we, we had three episodes in and uh, but only one of us had seen that third episode. So I said, no, 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 no. Let's go ahead and wait one more one more additional week. And I thought that, you know what? And that proved to be the point. If you saw the the first four episodes, they're nicely enclosed when he, with each other because there's some there's some things that are happening. And I like that mystery that 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 WandaVision has set. You know, I I I do like what they what they have set up. Uh Mario, if you're still on. Uh I like how you know they have these little glimpses of something. And then I love how you're seeing that sitcom feel. And if you're familiar with that, you know, bewitch. I love Lucy, Donna Reed, all these 1950s type shows. And then you get into the 60s where, you know, the shows, Dick Van Dyke and other shows like that. So when you, you see that vibe and then it breaks that stylistic structure, you can sense it. You really, really sense it. Uh, like, hey, what's going on here? And it's it's actually real intense and dramatic and stuff like that. And it's real subtle. I mean, you can tell that they break the uh, the that wall. They they break that haze or whatever it is of that. You know, we're stuck in this in this world, and then you know it. You know, you can tell that something happens, and the camera movements change, and that is the beauty of what this show is and you see that in every episodes there these there are these moments where it's it's very much totally devoted to the style that you know oh wow they're recreating that vibe the sets and the feel but then you have the choking moment at dinner and then the camera changes all of a sudden that becomes a very interesting thing and then you end up having the b the B guy coming through the pod, the the pod, uh, the manhole, and then you end up seeing that thing. And hey, Kevin, uh, yes, no, no, thank, thank, thank you. Uh, I'm uh, congratulations on uh, this the selling out of the book and and stuff like that. Uh, we've been we've been fans uh, past couple of uh, episodes and stuff like that. You know, from time to time we'll run across uh, some of the books. Um, go to go to Behemoth Comics. Uh, Facebook, like their page, check out what they have. We actually even had a spotlight on the Behemoth uh, Comics uh, site. We actually um, went to their website. We broke down their website. We were paying a visit to everything on that website, even the uh, submission process of how, if you have a particular... um, what's it called uh, work that you want to submit and it shows the process that you go to to try to get uh, your your work uh, to be part of the behemoth all hail behemoth uh, comics uh, family there and uh, big fans big fans of everything that they're doing um, in in our uh, just a sneak peek uh, a quick glance at what we're looking at next week uh, and we use previews as our main thing because a lot of uh, our, our listeners and ourselves, we follow previews 
uh, primarily because that's what our local comic book store does. And so we like to spotlight, you know, what is coming out hot. And of course, um, A Girl Walks Home Alone. Uh, that one is already, we got a second printing of that. And we also have, I believe it's uh, a collection of that. So we got a trade paperback coming out and um, big fan of the film. When I heard that you guys were, were putting that together, we were definitely excited uh, to, to cover that. And I went, you know, to the local comic shop. And as soon as I saw it, I saw the, uh, the uh, ratio variant and uh, definitely got that one for, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big supporter of the uh, American classic comics company uh, here down in uh, Corpus Christi. And they are the ones that are, are pretty good at, at uh, giving our local, you know, uh, fans here of comics, the chance to get these type books, not just behemoth comics, but aftershock scout, uh, uh, AWA. I mean, I mean, they're the ones that are, are giving some of these independent and that, and that there, there's, there's, there's a whole lot more, but you'll see more of these books on their shelf. Unfortunately, one, one other shop decided to stop their comics and just go more toys and they're pop central. Now I'm, I'm assuming that they're, they're going to become the Texas pops of uh, Corpus Christi. And then, um, you know, and then we got another store that no, and and they have a a, a mode uh, or a, a method of keeping their business uh, uh, operating is where you know the, if if you subscribe to their books, they're gonna that's your primary audience, and then maybe you'll get a, an issue or two, but it's you know it, it's a little bit more challenging to locate books such as uh, Freak Snow or you know, or anything of that nature. I mean, um, you want the inside tip, you go to Facebook, you go to Instagram, and you go to Twitter. Be friends with and like and follow these pages. I'm going to tell you just, I'm just going to tell you a couple of them right now. Behemoth Comics, Vault Comics, Scout Comics, Aftershock, uh, AD to AWA, like these pages, then you start to see who the artists are. Then you get to get the inside tip. You can get you can get some really cool stuff directly from them. You can order stuff from these guys. If you can't find it at your shop, reach out to these stores. They want you to have this stuff. They want you to have the coolest stuff. Why, why are you going to fight, you know, people and, and, and hold your breath and, and hope that they don't? Don't get me wrong. We support the local comic shop. But at the same time, if, if you want to get that stuff and you, and you, and you, you desperately want to get that, uh, maybe it's a variant print or you want to get the autograph copy or the limited edition, you know, uh, you know, special thing that they have, reach out to them, go to their pages, follow them. Uh, Freak Snow, you know, Freak Snow, you know, when you look at their site, yes, it did come out you know, earlier in the month, but guess what? When it finally appears on um, previews, you know, we're, we're probably down the line. It's going to end up selling out, you know, and stuff like that. So we definitely love to support the independents and uh, 
uh, and all and all the endeavors and all the news and all that kind of stuff. We love to we love to celebrate a lot of that. So definitely, uh, Kevin, out there, Behemoth Comics, uh, you're you're definitely your your book that we love, uh, uh, imprint that we love, I, I should say. And lo and behold, in the top five is another Behemoth comic. Uh, that will garner our top five uh, for sure, because it's something that I truly love. And there's some books that I can't wait to come out in February. And we've been talking about them and we can't actually wait to see them pop up on the preview so that we can actually uh, uh, talk about them also. Um, so uh, back to the WandaVision, um, the, the attention to detail on the production, the way that they're crafting these stories, the way that it breaks down their scenes and then it goes into something else and i'm just talking from the production standpoint uh when i get when my brother gets online we're going to go ahead and maybe uh get his thoughts on 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 the way these episodes have been breaking down maybe he's seen them a little bit different than i have but uh we we definitely know that something's wrong uh vision knows that something's wrong but uh any any time um and all that kind of stuff uh, you guys rock to uh kevin love it and uh our our you make it easy you make it easy to love uh, uh comics and what behemoth uh, you you guys are in tune with a lot of stuff that uh, we're about and uh, obviously we're we're very uh, eclectic uh readers and collectors of of you know from the superhero regular guy to some supernatural stuff to you know uh, monsters and robots and you know i mean we we're all we're all about everything out there and stuff like that and you know uh we we you know we're always looking for some some really kick ass stuff and definitely uh you're you're one of the guys that definitely present that for sure uh so um for for my brother, I definitely want to post some questions in regards to uh, when when we get into the color, uh, the the color aspect of when it goes from black and white to color. I noticed something that was happening on the screen in episode two. I kept asking my wife, "Is she noticing this, or is it me?" I kept seeing like a tint appear. It was a red tint that would slightly appear and then a green tint. And, and I, I kept thinking, well, maybe, you know, maybe it's better. I'm looking at black and white too much and it's freaking my eyes out. Uh, but then again, I started thinking, well, those are vision and Wanda colors. So maybe it has, maybe it had something to do with that. And then we go into full blown color now in color. The, I guess that would have been considered the seventies uh, episode, which was like a mix of, uh, you know, the Brady Bunch, uh, Partridge Family uh, era, you know, uh, with the Harper scored uh, music playing and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and of course, the set looked like some kind of mix mash of the Brady Bunch set. And then we end up in the new one, which is it, it does take place. Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to say that part would be a spoiler, but it does take place in a certain era, which I guess you would call it the modern era. But it's a very specific part where we open up that episode. And that's the part I'm not going to get into. But then everything it, it connects. So like um, if this was a, a, a three act film, I, I, you know, it is like noises off when you see the whole play done from one angle. 
and then the play switches and then you get to see it all play again from but from backstage that's where i'm getting you get those moments where like ah that's where that was it and then you slot you you get the little sliver pieces that play out the opposite way so that's the only thing i could say it's like noises off what did they pitch the idea of uh wand envision yes imagine noises off but the avengers show because that's the only thing I can think of. It's uh, it's something like that. But no, it's done very well. I, I I'm kind of now we're at that point. If you get those four episodes in, you're you're at that nice point where you know you get to see that. Oh yes, this is also called the uh, the beard display. Since I don't have another person on the show with me, you actually get to actually you can actually count the whiskers in my beard there, uh, Brandon. Um, you know, uh, I, I feel like I need to give you a fortune or a wise tale, or maybe I should pull out a Shel Silverstein poem and read it in a manner like the way your brother likes to read. I, you know what? I, I can probably do that, but I'm going to do it with this one. It's called Problem Cuticle Remover. Let's see. But because I'm I'm old now, I have to remove my glasses and break the spell that I'm trying to, to, yes, okay, so it goes, what is it? An easy to use cuticle remover that fights back against overgrown cuticles. How it works. RPH balance formula helps remove excess cuticles quickly and soothes with moisturizing aloe vera. Yes, you must buy the Sally Hansen problem cuticle remover. Now, see, now we're like WandaVision. I have my own, uh, but they're all going to be beauty supplies because that's all I have around here. Like, like El Sponja or The Sponge. Yes, The Sponge. It's, uh, uh, if, if anybody's married and obviously this is what happens, it's, disappears on you but uh, uh the sponge here is something that a lot of people uh if you have wives that you'll you'll see these around they look like cat toys and they look like uh painting supplies uh, but no that's actually what they they do to moisturize the face and everything coming soon to a, a youtube uh, description video i will be explaining uh, more about the sally hansen uh problem cuticle uh, remover and of course el, el sponja yes anyway so there you go that is your uh two tips uh beauty tips for the week and that is tribute to my wife because my wife is vastly more superior and believe it believe it or not i will have my wife doing a show devoted to beauty care which she she's already cornering the market with uh her amazing videos and i'm not bs in there i think she's got some amazing uh talented videos if you haven't had a chance to do that subscribe to her tiktok uh mighty skin therapy it's on facebook it's on tiktok you get all these badass videos and techniques and all kinds of cool stuff you can see her doing all this electric treatments it seems like my nose has been spotlighted on those videos and it's like actually one of the the top trending videos on her on her TikTok uh, list, so to speak. So if you want to see an up close impersonal, not just a beard now, you get to see my my schnoz on the on the thing and they're like doing all this. It looks like they're snow plowing my nose, but it's this very intense 
process. Um, the latest latest video that my wife got to put out, and you guys are probably wondering, what the hell does all this have to do with comics? Well, you know what? This is part of comics. This is the part that you're reading the comic at the same time you're having. So just imagine we're here with a cup of coffee, or in this case, uh, a nice sonic drink, and uh, and we're talking comics. We're reading some comics, and and you know, and we're talking about a matter of uh, a matter of life. Um, well, after that treatment, it would be considered the nose of a god. Now, it's almost like. Uh, it's that episode of uh, SpongeBob when Squidward got the statue and he had his nose and face all redone and he's like, oh, like a chiseled dude. About, my, my son's over here in the other room. He could probably tell us exactly the name of the episode. What's the name of that episode, son? Episode. Yeah, he became the art the art teacher and he was all very nice and chiseled and he became like this god, so to speak. That's That's what I felt like. I felt so glamorous. Uh, Brandon, our film festival actually moved. Now we're getting into some other subject that is not even related to comics or this show or that's universe. And I'm and I'm Wanda, WandaVisioning all the universes right now because now I'm going to talk about comic book. I already talked about Curious Transmission. I talked about my wife's Mahdi skin therapy. And now I'm going to introduce, yes, we do a film festival as well. And it's called Stuff, the South Texas Underground Film Festival. If you've been following those adventures, we have now moved the date to April 8th through 11th, 2021. Alamo Draft House, Corpus Christi, here in Corpus Christi, Texas. We have over 80 films, feature films and short films. Uh, some of the most awesome video, uh, films that you're, videos, some of the most awesome feature films and short films that, uh, that you're going to see at one place and at one time and in one weekend. So many Texas premieres, it will, it will you, these are the films that I keep telling everybody year after year and year and year, because this is the ninth edition. You cannot stop talking about these films after you've seen them. You want to see them. You're going to like, where do I see that film again, Rob? Uh, you're going to go up to the film guy and go, please, please tell me when is this film going to be released? Well, it's currently on the film circuit. Can't show it to you, but I might be able to send you a link. Or... Guess what? The films end up becoming, they pop up on Prime. Like some of them right now are popping up on Prime and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Scott Bateman has this incredible film. Go look it up. Scott Bateman, that's the name of the filmmaker. Go look him up. His film is right now on Prime. Josh Stifter, his film's on Prime. J.J. Pettis, his film's on, on Prime. All these dudes are on Prime. And those are just some dudes that I've just... You know, because this is a comic book podcast. I don't want to delve. I, you know, I can go on and on and on and on. But these guys' films eventually go online, or you can buy their films. Exit. Michael Fausti. Go to his. Go to his page. Fausti Films. Order his film. Because he's selling his film right now. He'll he'll autograph it. He'll he'll uh, he'll send you stickers. <laughs> Oh, okay, it says Brandon. Okay, I'll be expecting my VIP in the mail here soon. I don't know, bro. Uh, the it might have got lost in the mail, dude. You know the way those mail guys are. Ever since the election, before the election, I think the one that uh, I put it, I put it in the mailbox that they took away, and then it burned up. Remember those mail trucks were burning up? I think that's where your thing went. I I do apologize on that. Anyway, uh, the Alamo Draft House will be handling our ticketing. 
So uh, what what the way that works, I'm already here breaking out into to other stuff, and this is actually should be another show. But anyway, Alamo Draft House, what's going to happen? That's the place to get our film passes. They're going to be available for I don't know how, how long, but they're only going to offer those for a limited time. And that is the best way to maximize your viewing pleasure because then you have more flexibility as far as you know you can choose picks and pick and choose what you want but you have to pick and choose early and because if you wait too long that seat might be taken away why because it's covid come on everybody has to claim a seat so if you know you're going to go to that screen and you don't want to miss that film which is why the schedule is out you plan your path, you lock down your seat, and then that seat will be waiting for you through the whole film festival or, you know, mix it around wherever, wherever you want to sit per screening. Or if you're with a guest, you want to sit with them. You pick your seats together and all that kind of good stuff. And then tickets will be available. Whoever didn't claim seats, then they can go around and picking that. You will be able to, if, the, if there are still seating available and you have these festival pass, you can secure your seats afterwards. But the, the, a lot of, I guess a lot of these screens will sell out. But anyway, I um, anyway did did you guys hear my donut story? I conquered the donut lady. The donut lady was insistent on me melting my donuts. You know what what donuts you ask? Well, I'll tell you. There was a Bavarian filled. There was a sugar sugar coated one. That's two. There were two chocolate with cut up nuts cake donuts that were there part of the scene of the crime then there was a pink icing donut that was there too that's why i bought five i had the same problem every time i would ask her to put another donut in this thing of collection this mixed collection of donuts i i lost count she had to maybe that's what it was i was a little bit too picky in picking these donuts but don't i have the right to be picky of my donuts Shouldn't I be allowed to peruse? It's like Subway. It's like if the person tells you and like, mm, well, like some a little bit of lettuce. Yeah, put some, put some pep, pepper, pepper, salt, salt, pepper. Yeah, you know what? Go ahead. Put some cucumbers in that. You know, that's your option, man. They're, they're building it for you. I'm not the one back there building my own crap. So I'm kind of looking around. It's like Chipotle, you know, you got to pick and. All right, yeah, go ahead, throw a little bit of that in there. there. Well, hey, you know what? I'm going to pick my donuts. I'm going to take my time. That would have been awesome if we said, hurry up, pick your donuts, get the hell out of here. Don't want you here anymore. And I'm going to melt your donuts, by the way. Reason I say about melting donuts, because like I said before, you know, I, you know, I bought a couple of, uh, I bought a couple of kolaches for the guys, you know, uh, ham and cheese croissants, and they warmed those things up. And here it is, a hot steaming bag. Here, I got a bag for you. Where would you like this bag? Oh, yeah. Let me put them on top of these donuts. No, no, no. Get another bag. I'm going to put those separate. I'm going to put one on one side of the, my back seat, and I'm going to put the other one on the other side of the back seat. And that way, those the, the hot will stay over there, and the regular donuts will stay over here. And the, the two will not meet unless I want them to meet. I don't want hot and melted donuts. If I want to melt it myself, it will melt where I put it. Some people put them in a microwave and melt the shit out of them. And it's like a, it becomes like a pancake. It's not even a donut anymore. It's all steaming and oh shit. That's what you do with the H-E-B donut. Nuke the crap out of that. Get it all nice and hot. Yeast. 
burn your mouth with the shit on it. Anyway, so we haven't even talked. We all we talked about so far is WandaVision. That's okay though. I don't know. Some people don't even watch that. But anyway, but it's a it's a good show. I like I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually uh, locate something for you guys. All righty, guys. Here it is. It is crossover four. Crossover four is a book written by Donnie Cates, art by uh, D. Uh, Cuniff. John J. Hill, cover by Jeff Shaw. These are the same guys that did uh, God Country and numerous other books, like such as The Payback and uh, Buzzkill and all that. And so, guess what? We end up having The Kid Loves Chains Part 4, and that's going to be in this issue. And uh, they released the uncensored cover of the original cover. Now, what I'm showing here on the screen is actually the, um, in case some of y'all don't don't follow what hap what's happening with crossover <clears throat> crossover uh it's crossovering everywhere so what we have here is and on cover four which by by chance what we're showing on the screen here is the variant cover and it has uh the original promotion of this all the characters in the back were censored you couldn't see them they were blocked out so you have all the paybacks including madman jumping through the air and and with a cape and yeah and doing his thing because they all have capes it looks like they all decided or most of them decided to put some kind of cape they're running with the the current uh crew of uh crossover that you know l or uh, and and the little girl that that escaped and then you know this other cat comic book guy comic book joe i don't know what his name is anyway uh so they're they're all running out into the rip book but that's the whole thing you know we're actually crossing over with the payback crew this is a book that donny cates wrote for uh if i'm not mistaken what heavy metal and dark horse or something like that and now they're appearing in this book all the characters is like they're my characters i'm taking them wherever i want to take them so now they're together with this image comic so this is what they were promoting uh but you couldn't see the guys but in in fashion that you know what we always have for uh for Donny Cates in this particular book, which will be out February 24th. Uh, the final orders are, are actually this weekend. So if you, you want to try to get some of these issues, that's it. Uh, going through the thing, they have also, which is going to be a very, uh, it says $3.99, but guess what, guys? It is your 25 copy uh, Shaw Raw variant. So just the yeah, fact that it's raw, cool. yeah. Yeah, that's code, brother. That means it's going to be like over $100. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks awesome. Can it you see me, by the way? Just making sure. Yes. Yeah. You look okay. like a cutout uh, swap and shop picture, photo Photoshop. Anyway, so then we got, but it looks good. No, you look good. Um, and then, of course, you got, they've been, they've been issuing, every issue has had their own version of this, where you have the, the three, the ellipse, and then you have a different picture uh, for each issue. So, that has been one way to collect these books, but also that also has a premium price, very much like, you know, the blank covers, you know, they, those are released also. Those aren't as, as expensive, but that's another set of books that you can get. You can actually collect this series in various ways. You can collect them out of this version with what it is. It's a, it's a, the artwork 
a piece of artwork uh, of the character and it's a piece from the actual cover, but then you have it in a, in a, in a tone. It's like a, like a red, a blue, a purple or whatever. And then you'll have those three ellipses, those three circles in, in full solid color, and then the number right below that. So that's one way that people have been collecting uh, the book. Anyway, so, uh, well, Madman is an all red Imprint, and right? drawn and so yeah he did a cover himself and that is the subject of, that i want to kind of get into but i just wanted to say right now it's being promoted as a top secret so on the day of release we're not going to know what this is it's almost like the what is it called the spoiler variant that's yeah. what this is now but they're using the word top secret so there are different things happening here it looks like swirl or something is pertaining to whatever this is if you kind of look at it, mm -hmm. so that could be something. I'm looking at a shadow. I'm assuming that is Madman's shadow. And so we're getting little, little who knows what the hell's going on there. But in, in continuing what variants are available for this, I ran across this too. It is the one in 100. Yeah. So if you thought that was going to be badass, this is going to just, you know, yeah. So it's basically Donny Cates and all his wild friends are going to just go apeshit on the comic book industry. And he's going to allow them just like Todd McFarlane had his own, you know, raw cover, whatever come out. And now Mike Allred's going to have his own, uh, you know, chingas. What do you call, what do we call his crew? Cause you have the Stormbreakers, and then he's the, the chingasles. Is that the, yeah, it's something. Yeah. It's got, yeah, we got to, yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta be something. But this is, you know, I, I started thinking if we bare bones broke down what this was, is there maybe a way that we can identify it a little bit more? The more and more I'm thinking about it, I'm looking at the hand, the claw. Okay, what, what it is, guys, uh, just for, for people that can't see it, it's the cover, the Mike Allred cover of Crossover 4. And it's, you can see it's Madman right in the center, but something is either pulling at him. Or he's, or he's, or he's, or he, he's being pulled in, or he's pulling somebody out of something. And and I'm looking at these lightning bolts coming in, or whatever this stream. And everybody's kind of looking at what's happening. I don't know, but then you see these three characters, and it, and a line separates whatever's happening on the on the on the on the left half of this photo, and it says top secret. And the full reveal of this cover will not be be revealed until February 24th. So. You know, we're we're kind of just left with with something here, and so that's what the speculation is. We we know that we see Thor here. Thor okay, is in the mid right. We know that. I, I I have to well, I have to say something. I mean, we thought it was Doctor Strange, yeah, number three, and they even said Doctor Strange, and he's like, nope, I'm Doctor Black with a Q, and it's like, so these like these so weird... these could be misdirections. I mean, adventures and be... babysitting. Yep. Those could be war souvenirs of like their fallen comrades. So he could have Thor's helmet, but it might not be Thor. It might not be Thor. It might be, exactly. It might be scumbag or something. I don't know. Yep. So it'd, it'd be interesting. And then, you know, the more and more I think about it, what if that's part of the mask, that little flare on the bottom where the line comes down? What, and, and what if it is a turtle? 
I don't know. Like, cause well, the, the arm, the things seem like the shoulders seem really high and it's like, or a crab but guy. You know, <laughs> but, but when we were talking about it in our, in our chat, you know, even R Richard said it uh, perspective. And I can see that kind of now where there, the, the other two fingers might be like within the silhouette. And again, yeah. and, all and there, well, yeah. Well, if you look closely, you can see the blue lines and stuff. I mean, yeah. No, they're filled in, bro. Because I'm looking at it, and you can see their strokes. They're black strokes, so it's meant to be silhouette. I don't think. Right. I, well, but, well, but then again, you're that, right. You're right. They could be masked to to cover whatever it is. Yeah, it, and and it could be misdirect because they've been. I mean, I, I have to say, um, he's probably uh, Donny Cates. Recently, has done great with the secrets, the the variants. You know, I mean, all of a sudden you know like with the the secret covers with the part one with the different comic on the on the on the cover of the comic i mean how many years has it been since uh freaking madman has been around are they still doing comics of you know honestly I, he's been working on other stuff He's been working. I was gonna with say. Other, yeah, he's been working with other stuff. So it is awesome to and, and when he does appear, you know, it's 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 too far in between. But it's awesome to definitely see that white uh, and the hair coming up top, and then of course the uh, his uh, dark one. Yeah. Um. Didn't wasn't there a Madman uh, an image crossover before? Like, didn't he come out in a Spawn or Savage Dragon or some craziness or something before? I, uh, oh, you mean when I was collecting the book and stuff like that that he appeared somewhere i think I thought so. in the early I, I, I like the so. first couple ish or the first year of image i thought you know we saw him pop up yeah because yeah. you know mcfarland was really good about that good go yeah. reaching out to people in there in his early going um before uh, he became corporate comics yeah he's trying to get credibility on his book and then you know hey mr cates what are you doing he's taking a page right out of uh McFarlane with the jail and everything is like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> but the thing is that he's exploring that. He's breaking down that and actually he's fulfilling the, what we thought would have happened. But back then, you know, I guess, well, the mighty grip of the law got involved. Well, anyway, I, Well, I mean, it's, you know, it was a, you know, in our lifetime, we've seen a couple crossovers between you know marvel and dc but you know now i mean there there's you know they always talk about the big two but to me i mean there's just so much out there that i mean are they really well, i guess media wise yeah they're the they're the the staples of of what people expect of comics i i think when what he's done with venom and now that he's had this, well, my run is over with Venom. Well, what are you going to do? He, he's he, within that time working with majors. And, and that wasn't the only book. I mean, nobody said that he's now done completely because, I mean, he's still doing Thor. And but before that, he, he did uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, he did uh, uh, Cosmic uh, Th the Thanos. He did the uh, what is it? The uh, Inhumans. Uh, Silver Surfer Black, and he's you know, he's been he's been able to work within the system, and learn the Marvel way and and stuff. So I mean, I'm pretty sure he's learned a lot and made a lot of connections and stuff like that. And I mean, he's one of the hottest dudes. I mean, uh, you know, 
he can he can tell them, hey, you, you want to take everything to the next level. This is what we're doing and this, that and the other. And, uh, you know, join in the fun and let's make, you know, make comics fun again. It doesn't have to be, you know, all this, that and the other. I mean, as far as we know, we see these Marvel dudes, maybe Marvel doesn't give them the, the A-OK. But what if all of a sudden right down there, he's pulling in some kind of DC dude? You never know. Yeah. Something. Um, we should get hats made for MCFA. Uh, we need to, we need to do something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's what's going on with this, and it looks it looks pretty heavy duty uh, as what it is. And uh, go ahead. No, I've been enjoying. You know, I finally uh, ended up having to buy a digital copy of uh, Crossover Three. Crossover Three. Uh, because I keep asking my. Uh, LCS uh, has it come in and they're like I'm like I I don't want to just outright call them out and say did you order it like I asked you to you know at least well, I keep getting ink blood that's the that's the running gag I, it's next week I was actually I was actually contemplating putting it on the top five and I was like nah <laughs> I'm because I'm already reserving that spot for a, a review and so yeah. I, you know, it's going to be ink blot special thing. You know, that's going to be the little cover of our thing. And then, meow, meow, it's going to be right there, and it's the uh, the annual review. So I was going to say, so that needs to be the review because then we still need to read that Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah. Iron it'll, Man. It, it will be it will be uh, our goofy uh, episode when we do the. And we can also show that picture from that uh, that Savage Dragon. Oh. Um, issue that i i just recently got uh where santa claus is telling him don't f with the babysitters or oh santa claus the big old picture of him saying it i've already kind of did my little spiel on uh wandavision my my take is i i understand what was happening unless there's some insight that you want to kind of shed on what you were feeling in in issue and episodes one and two and i kind of think we talked a little bit briefly about it previous but I want to specifically talk about when we get into color and we, and we're oh. how that, how that works. Cause I know that, that the third episode, and then we get into the, this one, I want to get your take on that. I, I really didn't want to, I, I didn't reveal too much. And also there was a major component in that fourth uh, episode that I didn't want to reveal because I truly felt that that was probably spoiler into regards how, you know, I guess the chain of events happened. Right. So and, without, and, without and I'll, saying I'll talk that, about yeah. three, I'll talk yeah. about uh, the seventies. Right. Yeah. So um, go, go ahead. Yeah. Give, give your, your input. Cause I already, like I said, I already kind of, I went from a technical aspect. I, I, I talked about production and stuff like that, but go ahead. What, what, what was your take on, on that episode three? It, it's the 1970s. Uh, go ahead. It, I mean, I was, I was blown away by it. Um, only because usually when you see, shows like the Goldbergs and stuff like that it's a it's a caricature of the 80s they're trying to stick as much as they can and it but it it doesn't really get there here somehow they're able to make a set it's not the Brady Bunch set but it looked like when you see it that's the first thing that comes to mind because the 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 architecture the the design Paul Bettany to be able to pull off that seventies look like he looked again, it didn't look like a caricature. Somehow they were able to make him look like, I mean, I remember seeing pictures of, you know, like, you know, our uncles, 
<laughs> you know, people, you know, our dad, you know, dressed that way, you know, and I just thought it was, it was cool. And, 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 and in that episode, you start slowly break, you know, you were getting in the first two, you know, fifties and sixties, a, a bit of a, uh, here and there, uh, reveal type, you know, what we're, we're wondering what's going on. And this show, I mean, my wife, um, still in Texas, uh, she was watching with my daughter, our daughter, um, and she enjoyed it. Like my wife is like, likes the show. She was very, and she was kind of surprised because she kind of, you know, we watch all the superhero movies. So she kind of got superheroed out, but she really liked the, the way they've been doing uh, the sitcom part and even just a storyline. And, and she agreed with me how, you know, cause like we both said it around, you know, about the same time, how they were able to make him look like he was from the seventies. I mean, down to the hair, the, you know, everything. And again, it wasn't a caricature. It wasn't, you know, somebody going to the party city and buying a, there we go. See, that's the dude that right there is episode three of WandaVision. If you're wondering <laughs> what WandaVision was there, I mean, granted it has DC cause you got, you know, Batman, but um, still, I mean, that's, they were able to capture that again. It wasn't, it didn't look forced. It didn't look, um, it, it, it looked 70 sitcom. Right. Let me put it that way. Um, because of course, you know, right there, you see somebody with their shirt untucked and in the TV, you know, in the seventies, you would not have seen somebody with their shirt untucked. But again, they, uh, they've been moving the storyline along. Uh, when I watched it and I knew it started with the sitcom stuff, I knew I was like, okay, this is a show. They're going to make you want to watch. They're going to build up you know, to, to the end result. And, um, I've, I've told some people that they haven't watched it yet. I said, well, if you're, I, I said, if you watch it right now, I mean, I was like, you need to be invested. And it was funny. Cause then later I saw the tweet from the, the showrunner telling people, you know, you need to invest in the show because it's going to get somewhere, you know, it's going to, Marvel fans will, you know, enjoy it and stuff like that. And I agree. Um, I've enjoyed the show. Um, this is the first, I mean, I, I don't count Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as really, you know, I mean, I haven't really watched it, but right to me, th this still has, it has the cinema quality and, you know, and they're moving the story along. And then, you know, we're getting characters that, you know, from the MCU, and they're pulling them into this new phase and they're going to, you know, I, I think, you know, they're going to, they're going to take a, a big part in, you know, with the, the upcoming movies of Dr. Strange and Spider-Man and all that stuff. No, I, um, I, I agree. I, I like a lot of what they're doing. Uh, just what I, what I, the only thing I had said from, uh, are, are you familiar with the play noises off? Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I basically stated that um, if you watch the first three episodes and then you get to the fourth, basically it's like noises off. You saw the play from one side and then we kept hearing feed and the people and all that. Yep. Now flip the entire episode and we watch it from all one point of view. And then we're getting those little bits 
that we had already seen. And now we're seeing how it all connects together. And that's the way Noises Off was. It's like, oh, wait a minute, there's that dude. And then that's why they were doing whatever they were doing. We're now finally seeing behind the backstage of what was happening, uh, which was, you know, now we're in the uh, modern era without revealing too much. But as far as, you know, uh, we're get, getting to see the flip side and, and, and we're getting to learn those characters and how they all connected uh, and why, it, why it's doing what it's doing. Uh, it's 1.14, so that means we've got about maybe 15 minutes. Okay, uh, anything else other than that, as far as one of it, I really think that finally, it, it, if, you, if, if, you can, if you can make it through those first two episodes, which I imagine if they were done single episodes, it might have been tough because there was a, I was getting I was getting some messages from people going, do you understand what's going on in this show? Do you, yeah. do you know whatever's going on? But I think that's done on purpose. It right. is done. And then you start getting the pieces as you're going through the episodes. Then you start putting the whole thing together. Then it starts to make sense. By the time you get to that and you get that other flip side, then it's like, oh, wow. Now, so, now the show really takes off. That's why I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Two points and, and I'll be done with WandaVision. Um, anybody who's followed the comics and know about Wanda, I mean, it, <laughs> you could, I mean, we, we, we thought that before the, the show even started and yeah. as it's going on. And then, like I said, episode four is the issue six for everybody. Um, it's yeah. wow. Um, I also, if you haven't seen noises off and if you've watched uh, how I met your mother, they do the same thing because they'll like, that's right. They'll like go back like a whole season and show that, Oh, Mark, you know, they that's were, how they, they were yeah. on the other side of the couch while that was happening. And that's what made the noise. And that's what did, you know, I mean, like three seasons happened like four days of like, Oh, three days before the wedding. And you know, it's a whole right. season. Oh, but before that, and the next season was like a week before that. I don't know. Well, it's, well, if you think about it, it's the whole, the whole, the whole show is kind of in premise. Like, I, now we're going to break off into something. I don't want to do that, but basically, yeah. that's what that show is like because the person is talking with his kids about, mm -hmm. oh, when I did this, and it's like, it's playing exactly, one yeah. more time all the way through there again and that's what they're doing and i and i i like what they're doing on this i think that if you've invested into these four episodes you're really you're really yeah you're really living it up right now with this last episode and i think uh now you're like oh okay and so when the credit you know, when the credits rolled all my kids groaned because they were like oh we have to wait yeah. and that's what you want in a show and yeah. It's, it, and yeah it's that hmm Good and it, yeah, and it and it keeps and it keeps you going and keeps you going and and uh it, it there you you could see the darkness. I mean, we kind of were getting hints of it, but but we were living in that sitcom world, and then we would see her being the editor, so to speak, where she like no, Come on. she was editing the yeah. film. She was editing her yeah. own reality, and if people weren't picking up on that, that's where it all was coming, you know, from. So then the realization is like, wait a minute. And they, they caught that jump cut or whatever you want to call it at the end. And, and, and with, and with her and her brother, the only happiness she probably had was watching TV when she was real little. So that's the connect. Yeah, that's where yeah. All, she's reliving everything through that. So very, very interesting. It's 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 awesome. Uh, that's right, Mario. It's 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 amazing. You, you it, 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 it makes you rewatch these episodes. You watch them again and yep. then you start picking up on all those little pieces and then you're like realizing that, you know, and this is also you don't even have to have read any of the comics, but it kind of sets you up 
And then you kind of start connecting it with, yes, this is what's happening. Not these far-fetched stories. I'm sorry. Not these far-fetched stories that people are posting up saying, ooh, look at this. There's the twit. Well, you know what? Those elements were already redone into another series of books. So anything that was Mm -hmm. like past 1970, whatever, that fodder was already re-put together on these other episodes. And they're basing it on, you know, more recent comics, not the distant past comics or whatever the case went on to do anyway what when you said you have more another point or you're ready to go? um yeah no i was uh nope okay we'll go yeah and and the fonts uh is trying to make an appearance here with less than uh <laughs> with less than 10 minutes in the show uh this is this is the uh the walk-on kevin costner role Usually we reserve this at the beginning of a show when a person goes, oh, yeah, by the way, I got stuff to do. There you go. Oh, it's Captain America. Sorry. Captain America decides to step in. Or is that Tony Stark? A little mix of both. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Okay, I'm getting a little. Captain Steve Stark. I, I did notice something on that, uh, Mario. There were lots of people bumping into everybody and about the blip. I didn't want to kind of mention too much about the blip just yet, uh, but I do yeah. like that. We we will we will dive into that on the next one. If you want to actually yeah. maybe we can get you in on that, if you want to talk about that, because we're gonna we're gonna talk definitely about that. Uh, to me, that was the big the big spoiler reveal because then then we start to situate where we are in time with these characters and there's an amazing moment when she just glances up at vision and blown away and it was like wait a minute so she's sugarcoating even her if she lets it down he's he yeah okay what's yeah, going, yeah, okay. We're, yeah, we're, yeah we're not gonna yeah we're not gonna go too much into that but dude that was like a that was like the scene in jaws bro when when, when he's getting the the tooth ah. i had it was the size of a shot glass. Mm, so where's that tooth now? You like to, uh, yeah. So anyway, we're going to close down the beaches. Uh, but anyway, uh, so how are things going, Rich? Everything good? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're in line to get in at Daiso. Okay. Uh, it's a Japanese store that has a ton of different things and Disney stuff and Japanese stuff and candy and and all kinds of crazy stuff in there but there's always a line to get in and it's a pretty long line i'm gonna breeze through these really quick if you guys want to help me and then that way whatever time we have left we can uh we can talk about uh, a little bit more because i did want to get your opinion on 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 something else rich the fact that you jumped in all right i'm gonna go through the top five these are comics that i think you might want to take a careful look at at your shelf. If, if any of y'all have already looked at the list and there's something that's on your mind, let us know in that way. But these are the ones that kind of popped out to me. From Behemoth Comics, we have A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. It is a collection of the uh, first two books. I don't know if you want to read that, uh, Roll. Uh, I mean, yep. we'll try to go through it real quick. Strange things are afoot in Bad City, the Iranian ghost town, home to prostitutes, junkies, Pimps and other sordid souls is a bastion of depravity and hopelessness where a lonely vampire, the girl, stalks the town's most unsavory inhabitants, collects the first two standalone stories. 
there is a second printing of book one going out this same week that this is so if you want both part one part two there you go we're gonna have it collected in these uh, two standalone stories i believe that's what it is because it's uh let's read it up at the top volume one tp trade paperback i'm assuming and it's volume one so it collects the first two there is the number one second print that should be popping up in stores i don't know if there's any ratio variance or uh, uh, one in 25s or just of alternate covers. But hey, you know what? It doesn't matter. That's probably one of the most wicked covers that you can get. It's the the movie poster. It's, it's, it's everything about what that movie was. It's an amazing movie. And if you haven't seen the movie, check it out. Go to Behemoth Comics, all hell Behemoth. All right, this is the other one that's popped up. It's from Dark Horse Comics, uh, Fear Case. Uh, what we have here is a really wicked looking cover. There's a skull. Mm -hmm with a like the ghost character papa meredith's eye just open and or or you know or you can say uh what's his name uh Marilyn manson anyway and it's going into a some kind of uh box with an x on it and uh here we go it's from uh it's one of four it's the first book in the series from dark horse comics what do we got here a no-nonsense secret service agent and his new age partner investigate a mysterious box known as the fear case which has appeared throughout history at sites of disaster and tragedy Whoever comes into possession of this case must pass it on within three days or face deadly consequences. The agents must track down this fear case while staying one step ahead of a psychotic cult and the otherworldly forces behind the case's existence. There you go, brother. You got all kinds of, you got uh, secret agents. You know what? I, I already sense a TV show coming from this, just listening to, to that. It's, you know, it, yeah. you, you know, it, it, you know, that, that's what it, that's what it, it sounds like. It, it's like Archer and Armstrong and uh, the monkey's paw and all the, X, or the box files, or something. everything. Uh, uh, yeah. What is yeah, that? Pandora's box. Yes. 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 Uh, so from Dark Horse Comics, it is Fear Case number one. All right, of course, Rich. Of course, that. It, we're finally Which one's that one. <laughs> and the Amazing Spider-Man. We don't. There's really nothing to say about it. It is the one of the hottest uh, covers from Patrick Gleason. Amazing Spider-Man number fifty-five. It is the second print. It's in the red variant. Uh, so I'm assuming with that release, it's basically a countdown before those go out. Did you end up yeah. tracking one down? I I wanted the Virgin variant. I, I couldn't get hold of one. Uh, not not for yeah, a reasonable price. <laughs> I'm getting the black and white uh, one in 50. Um, but I couldn't get the virgin variant version of this one. Right, right. But I'm getting the black and white one. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's that's the that's the, that one. We didn't have that one pictured right now. But I think that one is probably cooler. No, don't get me wrong. I like the red. But the other one is that black and white, more of a yeah. pencil-y, like, like what it was originally looking like when he drew it. All right, so that one is out. Uh, if you hadn't already picked it up, guess what? You're not going to get it again. Yeah. <laughs> you can go to your comic book store, hey. and they're, they're probably all gone. And I got the poster, so I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. There you go. Rock and roll. All right, here we go. The next one. Of course. Uh. We've got Spider-Man shortly behind. We've got Venom, and it's the countdown. The countdown is on. We're getting yep. closer and closer to the end. This is the Stegman uh, variant. So uh, what do we got here? It's uh, more King in Black, I guess. As the King in Black spreads his suffocating darkness across the Marvel Universe, Eddie Brock looks for a light, any light that can pierce it, and comes up empty-handed. Or is it? Because mm. if you saw that last episode of King in Black number three, 
there seems to be some light at the end of that tunnel or wait or no, is it I, I saw I, I i was supposed to go to the, well, the comic that's, store that's, yesterday that's the next one to catch track down so rich no no i have it at okay. it it's waiting for you i have the king and black three at the comic store okay, i just okay. didn't go and get it okay well when you get a chance you get any versions or just the regular versions of this venom 33 rich um i didn't pre-order one so it's going to be whatever i can get my hands on after the fact which is <laughs> yeah. you know yeah this one looks like slim this, yeah, this looks pretty cool it's a segment covered the other one is like that claw mouth looking i don't know looks like part predator part whatever i might be able to get one third party at a uh at some kind of trade center right oh yeah maybe yeah but that's maybe the one down here you see it it's like there's another dude inside the mouth of him anyway but anyway so the mouth of madness yeah and there we go now we're gonna go we still got some time we got the the number this is the one this is the one this is the the one that i think uh is gonna be my number one book for the week it oh. is from Aftershock, Maniac of New York. Yeah, dude, this is uh, – yeah. yeah. It's got some really wicked stuff. Other books – and I'll mention those in a little bit that I didn't mention, but this is the one that I think is the, is the, is the one here, and it's it got the biggest write-up, it looks like here. Here we go. <clears throat> Four years ago, a masked slasher began stalking the streets of New York City. Maniac Harry is inhuman, unkillable, and unstoppable which is why the authorities' solution has been to ignore him and let New Yorkers adapt to a world where death can strike at any moment. When Maniac Harry starts killing his way through the subway system, trauma-haunted political aide Gina Green and disgraced NYPD detective Zelda Pettibone become determined to go rogue and destroy him. But how can they fight a monster when they can't fight City Hall? From Emmy Award-winning writer Elliot Kalan, the Daily Show, Mystery Science Theater 3000, Spider-Man and the X-Men, and artist Andrea Moody, Port of Earth and Hellblazer, comes the horrifying story of what happens when terror becomes the new normal. A frightening thought provoking, sometimes funny, always timely tale of murder, obsession, and urban living. Interesting uh, 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 background for that writer, don't you think? Yeah. Uh, Daily Show and stuff like that. But see, that's the cool thing, and 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 that's what uh, we got. We just got a couple of minutes. Other books that I did see on the list that were coming out is a third printing, uh, Last Ronin. Dude, we've seen how many versions of the Last Ronin come out before we even seen issue number two. They they've done a whole run before we even seen issue two. And of course, this is going to be the Kevin Eastman all black, like the it's all black, but then it's the white sketched out version of his thing. So if you guys are, the so last one was like a foil, right? The second printing was like a foil, something, like something a, of that. Yeah, uh, something. No, of that. no, no, it was no, the, the green. Second, it was green. The, yeah, the, the foil one was a uh, comic store exclusive sent to all the comic book stores who sold the the book. That one had the red foil on it. Um, that's the one that's the, coming out. Kevin okay, Eastman. yeah. So the cover. second printing, if it was foil, I should have gotten it. You, you, well, yeah, because they only had one per store. Well, shit. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Are you serious? Your store had something like that. Yeah, it had the one second printing. I was like, oh, well, I mean, I have it already. Formerly of the Rip Comic Podcast crew. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we've all we've all had that moment uh, where at one time or another we've had a book, and I remember uh, it was Avenging Spider-Man. 
and I went and I had this copy and I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is Captain Marvel. And then there's Spider-Man and she's kind of in the mid thing. And I'm like, do I want to get this? It's a dollar. You know what? I'll come back and get it. And then, and then I look online and some guy goes, Hey, look at this book blah, 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 from some guy in uh, Cleveland or whatever. And he was said, this book is $200. And I was like, and I had it in my hand and it was a dollar in a comic bin. And I'm like, and I went back, obviously it was not there the next day. Cause somebody, somebody knew what that book was. But and you know I what? But at the same time, you've had the opposite where you've had, you know, a, uh, some speculator telling you to sell a book at like 15 bucks and you're like, no, I'm going to hold on to it. And then didn't it like jump up to like 50 or 60 and you had a couple of them and he was yeah, like, no, yeah. you gotta, you gotta push it now because it doesn't know how to flip <laughs> books. Yeah. It's, it's the, the funny like a drug thing. Problem. Uh, unfortunately uh, I feel like uh, what is it? I'm sorry, Matt Damon, uh, but we've uh, kind of ran out of time <laughs> and we're going to have to bump What's you up with again. that. What's, what's up, up with that? Uh, what is it? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, right? He kept bumping. Uh, what's his name? Oh, I'm talking. Well, there's um, a Silent Live, Keenan. The what's up with that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He. Uh, what, what was the character that he kept bumping? Lindsey Buckingham. Lindsey Buckingham. Oh, sorry, Lindsey Buckingham. We're gonna have to bump you. Again. Yeah. Well, Matt Matt Damon, I think, was on another show, uh, and he would always get bumped and all that. And I think it was a, a it was a running gag they had with. Uh, I think that was him, right? Am I wrong about that? It was Matt Damon. Anyway, he, he it was this uh, thing on Jimmy Kimmel. But anyway, I did not get to. You know what? We're gonna have to spotlight uh, Scout Comics next time around. But but I want to thank everybody. Uh, Rip Comic Podcast is on the Without Your Head uh, Podcast Network. Uh, go to them, subscribe, become part of the newsletter, weekly updates, the schedule, guests, and more. All that stuff is up there. Our shows up there. Any of the other shows that that are on there, it, it's it's great stuff. Uh, I want to thank uh, Rich for, for jumping on here to be part of our from uh, Austin. Yeah. From Austin at, at comic book Wednesday and then uh, roll from uh, California of undisclosed uh, nature, uh, nuclear bunker. And um, I want to thank them for joining us today. This, uh, this uh, Saturday morning. Uh, and that's, that's what I have for rip comics podcast uh, this week. Uh, like, like before go to the Facebook, like it, go to YouTube, find us like that, subscribe, uh, and go to Apple Podcasts and like and all this kind of good stuff and spread the wealth. Go to Twitter. We're all over the place. Like, share, spread. Let us know what you want to hear, what you want to see, and what you want us to talk about. If you want us to talk about your comic, send us some stuff. There is a comic in the bin that I'm going to introduce to all the guys. It's been sitting there. I didn't forget about you. I'm going to talk about it. We're going to, we're going to spread it around. And then we're going to go ahead and talk about that next week. And um, But that's it. That's it for Rip Comics Podcast. I want to thank you guys for joining us. And until next time, be cool.